Shalom, and thank you for listening to Beit Zaid Messages. If you enjoy this teaching, consider joining us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. at 465 Lee Highway in Verona, Virginia for our morning Shabbat services. Or watch the service live stream on YouTube, Facebook, or on our website at baitzaid.org live. May the Father bless you richly with the hearing of His Word. Thank you, Doc, for, uh, for that. You know, I really wanted to be in a bad mood this morning. Well, I, I was, actually. And then, and then, then you get around, around God and His goodness and God's people and their goodness, and it's like, well, I guess I'm not in a bad mood after all, you know. I still don't feel amazing, but, you know, it, it seems to be a theme today. Like, you know, life can, is kind of rough sometimes, right? It's just not all health and wealth. And that's okay. So I think I have a fairly short message. And I, I wanted to give a shout-out, Alan and Garrett, for uh, uh, still creating a service for us last week that we could watch online. And, uh, yeah. You, you know, when, when, when you do it well, it seems easy, right? But uh, just reflecting, that's years of practice, work, um, learning. I mean, yeah, Alan has a skill with electronics and, 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 and things of that nature, but it's still pretty amazing. It, it, it really represents five years of, of pushing through on, on that. And, uh, and of course, financial people being, uh, faithful in their giving and, and, uh, so anyway, I was just real, I was right proud of you guys and, and blessed by, by it as well. And, um, let's see here. Oh, and I guess I got to give a little shout out to COVID because that helped us push us that way, right? So, <laughs> anyway, that one fell flat. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. Sometimes it happens. So the the parsha. I, I don't know that I'm going to talk about the parsha much. Uh, I, I I was cleaning up the desk and I, I found a little notepad and it had like five little notes and I don't know what the date was, but it was talking about Moses, talking about Moshe. And uh, I, I kind of needed some Moshe inspiration this week because it's not been a good week and it's not been a good week before that and it's not been a good week before that and uh, a lot of work issues and uh, stress issues and, and we have them, right? I think Barbara mentioned it, right? So we can't not work. We got to do it. So um, so anyway, uh, I think Moses gave us some, at least me some inspiration and some encouragement this week. So, so the super simplified version of Moses, his life, he had 40 years of privilege, right? He's raised in the palace. Then he had 40 years of exile. And then he had 40 years of leading, right? Being a leader. Um, I don't know which party he liked best. I mean, the, uh, the 40 years of privilege, that'd be, I, I imagine that is sort of like a lot, I won the lottery kind of you know, living, right? Like spare no expense, everything comes easy. No big deal. Uh, we can fix our problems with money. Um, but uh, let's see here. Exile, well, I would say that kind of stinks, right? He, he left in, in, he was afraid, he was ashamed, uh, didn't know what the future held. Um, but, you know, next thing you know, he's married and he's got kids. Yeah, he's got flocks and, yeah, he's got a job, but hey, you know, it's kind of, when I see, sometimes when I see a guy riding on a zero-turn mower, I say, I, I, I would just like to do that for a day. Like, just, and, and, and I, 
if you if you have a landscaping business, I know nothing is as simple as it looks, right? It's hard, it's work, but it's like, yeah, right. It's like, I just don't want to think, and I, and I don't want a phone call, and I don't want anybody mad at me, or just mad in general. Um, so, you know, t tending to the flocks probably wasn't all that bad, right? You're outside in God's creation and nature, and uh, so farming, I, it, it floats my boat. I like it. Uh, so, but then, uh, now we're getting into, uh, uh, he's going before Pharaoh. That's obviously very stressful. Uh, the outcome's not really known. Uh, I mean, it is and it isn't, right? Clearly, Moses had some doubts about things. But, uh, but I'm going to jump forward a few parshas and say, okay, now he's leading. And uh, that went great, right? It was just smooth sailing, right? They, got, they went through the Red Sea. And everything was wonderful. No, I, I think it was not wonderful pretty much every day for 40 years. Now, it doesn't mean that it was all bad, but every day had its problems, right? And it was a lot of work. It was a lot of stress. And, uh, you know, you had your constant complaining and bickering and major missteps. Uh, and it wasn't just the people. It wasn't all their fault. Even Mo Moshe messed up. He, he got frustrated. And instead of, uh, I think I have a verse for this, actually. Uh, well, but yeah, we had the golden calf on the people, Korok, uh, the 12 spies. But yeah, Moses, he, uh, he hit the rock when he wasn't supposed to. Uh, Numbers 20, 12. But Adonai said to Moshe and Aaron, because you did not trust in me so as to cause me to be regarded as holy by the people of Israel. Remember Moses, he, just, he, he, he upbraided them. He, he, he let them have it. But that's not what God wanted them to do. He wanted, wanted to, show, uh, them, to show the people that God was holy. Uh, but uh, caused me to be regarded as you, you. So you, because you did not trust in me, so as to cause the people, cause me to be regarded as holy by the people of Israel, you will not bring this community into the land I have given them. So here we've got forty years, forty years, forty years in the frustration of, and we know Moshe. He really wanted to get into the promised land, right? It was extremely disappointing that he didn't get to go, and. He, he let the father know about it over and over and over again until the father said, hey, stop. Just stop asking me about it. Stop talking about it enough, right? He put the kibosh on it. Uh, so, you know, Moses made some mistakes too. So, uh, so it was really a mess. And that's how our lives feel a lot of times, right? It's just like, this is a mess. And I'm tired and I'm frustrated and I'd like to go back to the, uh, the 40 years of privilege. Could we get there, you know? Uh, well, anyway, I feel, again, Moshe, he inspired me. Uh, was it worth it? Was all that drama and headache and heartache really worth it? Absolutely, yes, it was. Because through all those years of frustration, decades upon decades of frustration and stress and exhaustion, and really the culmination of it was not, it, it was in the leadership phase, right? First, you have the palace privilege, great. Exile, not great, but it's pretty chilled and it's relaxed, and hey, I like it. Leadership was hard, though. But the one thing he got to do, all, what came with all those problems was uh, a closeness to the father that he never had before. So despite all these problems and all this craziness, uh, Moshe was really uh, uh, close to the father. Uh, another verse, Exodus 34, 29. Uh, 
when Moshe came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, he didn't realize that the skin of his face was sending out rays of light as a result of his talking with Adonai. And I was thinking about it, it's like, and maybe I haven't thought of everyone, but who, who do we read about in the Bible? Maybe only Yeshua had a more intimate relationship with the Father than Moshe, than Moses. Uh, so, so, with that being said, would a long, stressful day, would, that, would it be worth it, to, despite the stress, to be able to go up the mountain and see you know, Hashem and have your face shining? Um, that annoying co-worker, uh, would it be worth it to be hidden in the cleft of the rock and God puts his hand and then passes by? I mean, Moses was dealing with all this stuff. When all this good stuff was happening, I mean, I, it's not good. It, it was good. Well, all this bad stuff was happening, too, all along the way. Um, so, yeah, you get to go up to the mountain or go into the tent of meeting. Your face is glowing. It's worth it to be with our, with our God. So I'm not Moses. You're not Moses. Uh, is my face glowing? No, it's a little red, the bottom half, and pasty white on the top. But uh, there is a glow in here, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted to, I didn't want to feel bad. I wasn't feeling great. But it's, man, man, you get in God's house, around God's people, and suddenly that light, y'all have light, right? We're processing the Torah. It's like, man, there is God's light shining. And boy, it feels good. And you know what? It was worth it to have a hard week or a hard month to get to be here, to be, you know, in, in God's house and with his people and see that light shining. Um. So this parsha, you know, is just filled with plagues, uh, and Barbara touched on it. Uh, but what was the purpose of all those plagues? Well, first of all, it was it was to a lot of the plagues were associated with uh, Egyptian gods, right? The Nile was considered like a god. The frogs, there was a there was a god that that had a frog head. Apparently, I don't know. It's I imagine like the tax guy in a suit, you know, or something, you know. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so God was saying, hey, your gods are nothing. I'm the true God. Um, but also, and God says himself, most importantly, it was to show the Egyptians and the whole world, uh, it was to show God's power and to bring glory to his name. And if there's anybody that's supposed to be bragging, it's our God, right? Pretty much if we're doing it, generally, it's probably not a good, good thing. But we can brag on our God, and he can brag on himself. And it's 100% kosher, it's 100% right, it's 100% righteous. Uh, Deuteronomy 26.8. Adonai brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand and a stretched out arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. That sort of sums up the plagues in, in the Exodus. So, but again, we, we, we can relate to Moses in his different times, these different three periods. Uh, you know, especially the exile, defeated, we, f we feel defeated, we feel like we don't have much value, uh, we feel like we don't have any purpose, uh, and then, hey, we're in the leadership, well, now we're worn out, and we're worn down, and sometimes we wonder, what's our purpose, I mean, really, why, why, why am I here, um, and it was interesting, I, Acts 17, it was, I don't know if it's a stretch to, to, to bring this verse in, but it's good to remember, Paul was uh, talking to, he was in Athens, and, and you know, they had a, a billion gods, right? Uh, all kinds of different gods. Um, 
They're very spiritual people, right? But he's telling, he said, uh, verse 26, from one man, talking about God, he made every nation living on the entire surface of the earth. That would include us. And he fixed the limits of their territories, where we are, where are we at? We're in Verona, we're in the United States, but Verona specifically. And the periods when they would flourish, when we would grow, when we would, would, would uh, you know, increase. Why did he do that? God did this so that people would look for him and perhaps reach out and find him, although in fact he is not far from each one of us. So Verona doesn't seem like much, uh, but God has put us here, right? And I'm not saying you must stay here, but you, if you're questioning your purpose in life and your value and, and why you're here, well, talk to God about it. He put us here. He put you here. He put me here. And if you, if you go someplace else, well, that was his intention to put you there. Um, but I'll find my place. He put us here in this specific place in this specific time. So he already foreknew everything. He knew, hey, I want to make a Garrett and... And uh, this is going to be the course of his life. I'm not saying Gary doesn't have free will, but God already knew what was going to happen in putting things in place. Uh, so what's the purpose of life? This, that's an easy question to answer, right? Well, if you go back to the verse, God did this so that people would look for him and perhaps reach out and find him. Uh, so the purpose of life is to reach out and find him, yeah. And you can do that wherever. Well, the other thing, though, the Exodus story gives us the example of, you know, also our purpose is to show God's power. It doesn't mean that Bruce is going to bring lightning down from the sky. It's just to testify to God's goodness and to his power, to bring glory to his name. But life is hard. It is. And, and pretending that it's not is, is just wrong. Moses, his life was hard. But we get to do the same thing that Moses got to do. Live a hard life, true, stressful, hard, disappointing, frustrating. But through Yeshua, we get to go into the tent and meet with the Father, right? And that makes it really good. That makes it really worth it. The, the hard things are still hard. But man, the reward of getting to be close to God close to God, so much so that it, his light shines through us. Um, so we come out of that tent with our faces shining and we re reflect the, the, reflecting the light of God to the world and through that glorifying his name. So it's really good. Yeah, life is hard, but it's really good to do it with God. And I'm so grateful to him that, uh, that he has reached out to us. He's revealed himself to us. And he's given us all each other to encourage each other. He's given this, the Shabbat, the set-aside time, to really focus on him and, uh, and sort of go into the tent and meet him. And uh, so I'm really encouraged. It, it's hard, but, man, it's, it's so good to be with God, and it's so good to be with you guys. So with that, I'll say Shabbat Shalom. Again, thanks for joining us for the Bates I Eat Messages podcast, an extension of Bates I Eat Messianic Congregation, a group of Jews and Gentiles, one in Messiah, currently meeting in Verona, Virginia. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, along with a five-star rating, or give us a thumbs up wherever you're listening from. 
interested in learning more about the Creator and His Word from a Messianic Jewish perspective, check out our website at BeitSaiy.org for helpful resources and more information. Until next time, Shalom.